Uko ready to ingia kwa Bible? Aya, open your Bibles in the book of Luke chapter 5, verse 17. Bible says, and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there, was, there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town, notice, every town of Galilee and Judea, amen, and Jerusalem, amen. And the Bible says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So underline that scripture, the power of the Lord was present. Because today we are talking about the power of his presence. We are in a series talking about the presence of God. We talked about understanding the presence of God. We talked about uh, scriptures in Exodus chapter 333, Psalm 16, hallelujah, in his presence. Today we are on the power of his presence. Hallelujah. <laughs> ah, glory, glory. The Bible says, And behold, men brought in a bed, a man which was taken with palsy. And then the Bible says, And they sought means to bring him in, and to lay before him. And 19 says, And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, they went upon the housetop and let him down through the, uh, the tilling with his couch into the midst before Jesus. Verse 20, the Bible says, And when he saw their faith, he said unto them, Man, thy sins are forgiven thee. 21 says, And the scribes and the Pharisees began to, to reason, saying, Who is this? which speaketh blasphemies, who can forgive sins but God alone. 22 says, But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered, saying unto them, What reason? What are you reasoning in your hearts? Verse 23. Whether it's easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Rise up and walk. 24. But they... But that, they, but that you may know that the Son of Man has power upon the earth to forgive sins. He said to the sick man, I say unto thee, arise, and take up thy couch and go into thy house. And verse 25 says, and immediately he rose up before them and took up that whereon he lay and departed to his own house, glorifying God. 26 says, and they were all amazed. And they glorified God, and they were filled with fear, saying, We have seen strange things today. Amen. Amen. And today you shall see strange, strange things. Hallelujah. I know some of you are wondering, where are you getting the confidence of talking about us seeing strange things today? <laughs> ah, glory to God. Notice the Bible says, It came to pass. On a certain day. Hallelujah. Amen. There was a certain day. If you read the book of Mark chapter 2, it talks about in a certain house. Hallelujah. Let's look at it. Let's, let's just let's have a look. Mark chapter 2. Talks about the same, same story. Mark chapter 2. And again he entered into Capernaum after some days and it was noised. Are you seeing? It was noised <laughs> that he was in 
the house. So read here, it says, it came to pass on a certain day. On that certain day, what was special about that day? <laughs> the one who it was being noised about. What was special about that house? It was about the house, the person who was inside that house. Hallelujah. <laughs> On a certain day in Capernaum, it was noise that Jesus was in that house. What makes any house special? What makes any day special is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And when people talk about days, worship of days, whether we worship on Saturday <laughs> or we worship on Sunday, <laughs> what is special about the day? Even if you decided to worship on Wednesday, it is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We don't worship days, we worship the person. We worship the Lord of the days. Hallelujah. Jesus, on that certain day, he was teaching. The Bible says, as he was teaching, <laughs> oh, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees. It was noised around. There was a lot of noise that this man is here. Now, notice where these men are coming from. He says, they were sitting by doctors of the law, theologians, PhD holders. They were sitting by. And the Bible says, they were come out of every town of Galilee. You know, there were towns in Galilee. Galilee was like a county. Amen. I like using the word Homer Bay to refer to Galilee because Galilee was, Galilee was a, a, a rural, rural county. Amen. Like Homer Bay. Amen. You know, if you come from Mumbai, Bay, forgive me, uh, but, but I'm talking about Mumbai. Look at the other one. It says, and Judea, closer, like Nakuru. And then the Bible says, and Jerusalem. Now, Jerusalem was like Nairobi. Amen. Now, you can imagine these guys left all these places. Amen. And came to where Jesus was. Amen. That is to say your geographical location really doesn't matter. <laughs> You know, you know, you could be you could be living in Homer Bay or in, in, in a, a rural setting and you feel and think that you are lower. <laughs> Let me tell you, no, no. What is important is where Jesus is. Amen. Hallelujah. Even heaven. I don't want to go to heaven if Jesus is not there. Amen. 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 You remember the Israelites in Exodus chapter 33? When God told them, you guys go. I'm sending an angel to go before you. <laughs> but I'm not going with you. Because you are a stiff-necked people. Amen. Go to the land flowing with milk and honey. Go and enjoy the, present, the, 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 the milk and honey that is present there. Go and enjoy, enjoy your cars and houses. Hallelujah. And, and, and mashamba that are there. But I'm not going with you. Amen. I'm talking about the presence of God. We are taught that he was in a certain house. Can you imagine? He was not even in a temple. You know, nowadays people talk a lot about temples and altars. I remember when I was getting married, there, 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 there was a lot of noise about why I'm doing a garden wedding. <laughs> because it is not an altar. Jesus was not on any temple. He was not on any synagogue that day. Amen. And in fact, theologians believe that this was Peter's house. It was, it's not very clear, but it's believed that this was actually Peter's house. 
When you read your Bible earlier, you see that Jesus healed Peter's mother-in-law in, in a certain house. Amen. Actually, Peter's house, Peter's home. Peter was hosting mother-in-law. Amen. People who don't like hosting mother-in-law, praise the Lord. <laughs> That's where she got healed. The Bible says, and immediately she stood up and started ministering to them. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me not go into mother-in-law stories. Praise the Lord. He was not in any holy place. He was the holy one. And because he was the holy one, he was making the place holy. And let me tell you today, Jesus is here. Hallelujah. This is a hall. <laughs> but Jesus is here. And because Jesus is here, this place is holy. We are standing on holy ground. Because the holy one is here. Hallelujah. We are not religious people. Amen. Amen. Practicing religion and, you know, with religious philosophies. The Bible says, as he was teaching, look at it. The Bible says, the, the doctors of the law, the Pharisees were there. They had come. No, wherever Jesus is, they will come. Even this church, because they are teaching God's word. <laughs> you see, even theologians will come to listen. Doctors and teachers of the law. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Bible says, and the power of the Lord was present. He says, as he was teaching. Amen. As he was teaching, not when he had finished teaching and then he started praying for people. No. No, 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 no. no. Not when he was laying hands on people. The Bible says, as he was teaching. Praise the Lord. The power of the Lord was present. Let me tell you, first of all, that the power is present where the Lord is present. He is there. Where the Lord is, the power is there. Where the Lord is, the power is available. <laughs> it was not expected. It just happened. Amen. Our God is our God full of power. He's the God of all power. Jesus said, all power has been given to me. All of it. The devil with no power. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was brought to naught. The Bible says all power, all of it, all power, all authority has been given to me. Now the difference between authority and power is this. Authority, authority is permission. I have the permission. I stand in the authority. Amen. The permission of. Like right now as I stand to preach, I'm speaking and preaching with this authority, with this permission. The permission of Jesus, not a bishop. Amen. Amen. That's why you see I'm, 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 I'm speaking with power. <laughs> with God's authority. The authority to speak his word. Amen. Speak it as it is. Amen. Not give suggestions or bring it for discussion. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The word is to be preached. And that's what I'm, I'm doing right now. The Bible says, as he was teaching, the power was present. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3, it talks about the word of his power. Hallelujah. Have you ever read that? The Bible says in Hebrews 4.12, and the word is quick and powerful. 
It's living and active. It's living and it is powerful. This word of God. This is not another book that we read. Hallelujah. This is power. Hallelujah. Amen. Authority is permission. Power is ability. The word has the capacity to deliver in what it says. The word is creative. The word is for communication. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Whatever is spoken out happens. And we are believers in the word of God. That when the word of God comes forth, it comes into our lives. It works within us and without us. Hallelujah. The power of the Lord was present. The way we deliver the word of God is the way Jesus delivered it. He delivered it to, through preaching. The way he delivered the power was through preaching. He preached, the Bible says, as he was teaching, as he was teaching, as he was teaching. And let me tell you something. It does not matter the kind of opposition around you <laughs> when you are with the word of God. You see, the Bible says here that they were Pharisees. They were Pharisees in the house. You're not talking about the friends of Jesus Christ. You're not talking about, about uh, 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 people who loved him. No. These are the same, same guys later on we see in the scriptures. You see in Mark chapter 15, chapter 14, 15, we see they are planning. The, to us now, the end, they are planning the killing of Jesus Christ. <laughs> but the power was available. The power was there. Hallelujah. The delivery of this power is through preaching, through teaching. Don't wait for prayer. Please don't wait to, to pray uh, for prayer at the end for you to receive whatever you need. No, receive it right now. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. This power is from his presence. And you see, the reason why I'm saying it's the power of his presence, we are talking about the source of power. Because even the devil has power. You're not talking about the devil's power. How do I know? Luke chapter 10 verse 19. The Bible says that he gave them power to trample over all serpents and scorpions and against all power of the enemy. Amen. Even the power of the enemy. <laughs> Jesus had power over it. Hallelujah. And that's the power we operate in. The power of his presence. Because the Lord is present, the power is present. Right now, God's power is present. And all we need to do, to do is to know. Amen. Amen. That power is connected to his presence. That power is in, you know, the, where the person of the presence is. The Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> God does not sit in heaven and then he sends, you know, and a dish, yeah, and a release the power to us. No. He's here. And because he's here, his power is here. The power is not in a distance. And let me tell you, any place, anywhere you are, where God is, there is the potential of his power to manifest. There's the potential for the effects of the power of God. Anytime, any place, anywhere, the potential is there. Even today, even now, hallelujah, even now, the power is available. I know some of you are already thinking about what you're going through. Even now, 
The power is there. Amen. Amen. Even now, the power is there. The power is available. It is available. Amen. Pursue that power. I want to show you some guys here who pursued Jesus. Who pursued that power, the power of his presence. Because something happened that day. Amen. The Bible says the power was present to heal. It was present to heal. It is the same power that heals, that is the same power that they delivers, is the same power that saves, hallelujah, is the same power that protects, is the same, the Lord's power. <laughs> Romans chapter 1 verse 16, the Bible says, and the gospel of God is the power at work. <laughs> Hallelujah. As I'm preaching, there is power available right now. It is the same power for you to, to, to achieve what you need in life. Amen. Amen. It is the gospel power. The gospel power is more power than the superpowers of this world. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, the church is the most potent, is the most powerful organization or organism in this world. Amen. Let me speak that again. And whoever, let me speak it again. The church is the most powerful. Amen. Not America. Amen. Not China. <laughs> Amen. Is the church. It is the church. The church is the most powerful. Amen. And it's important, it's time for us to begin to realize who we are. Power. Full of power. Because we have his presence, we have him, we have power. Amen. There's a song usually saying, Jesus' power, superpower, Satan's power, powerless power. <laughs> Am I on a singing game? Eh? singing game? No! Let me tell you, you have power to conquer. If you're starting a business, there is power that is available. Are you in his teaching? Then the power is available. As he was teaching, where he was, as he was dispensing power, as he was teaching, the power was available. Amen. Let me tell you something. The notebooks are not enough. Amen. Write down. It is good. It is good to remember. For remembrance, it is good. But beyond the writing, not writing, not taking, these notes that you are taking, they are creative power. Amen. Amen. To transmit, transmit that power into your life by acting on those words. By acting on the words of Jesus. Amen. And as you act on them, you realize things are happening. In your marriage, whatever the Bible says in your marriage, you act on it. Whatever the Bible says in your business, you act on it. Amen. Whatever the Bible says in your life, you act on it. In your relationships, you act on it. In your job, you act on it and you begin to see the power. Hallelujah. God will not force you. Even Jesus had to yield his will to the Father. Not mine. <laughs> ah, the power was present, was available. Hallelujah. Oh, the heart of Jesus is the heart of love. You see, again, when I talk about this power, I'm not talking about a display 
of our, you know, how big and how good we, you know, how great we are. No. It's not about a display of greatness. We are talking about God's love. We are talking about God's compassion, as you shall see in this story as we continue. Amen. This power is not for us to be puffed up, you know, to have our ego, you know. Me, do you know I'm a powerful man of God? Managa. Eh? I'm a managa that is powerful. And so that after I finished preaching, now you tell me, hey, man of God, that someone was powerful. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is not what we are about. Amen. It's not to make us arrogant. No, it's for, the power is to enable us to care for others. It's to enable us to love other people. Amen. Amen. It's for us to be kind. It's for us to be good to other people. It takes power. Do you know that? It takes power. It takes power to love. <laughs> ah, glory to God. And let me tell you, we enter his presence. For us today, we enter his presence with thanksgiving and in praise. As we are lifting our hands and we are praising him, we are thanking him, the presence is available to us. He's already within us. Hallelujah. But that's how we enter. The Bible says in Psalms 100 verse 4, enter his gates with thanksgiving and it is God's with praise. Hallelujah. Oh, the Bible says that God dwells in the praises of his people. Psalms 22 verse 3. He dwells there. He's in the praises. Be a praiser and you'll be full of power. Amen. You won't have to be connecting. No, connect. Connect to the healing. Connect. No, 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 no. Not tapping. No, please. Don't come to this church to tap anything. Amen. There are taps outside there. You can tap. You can open them and tap. <laughs> Don't come to tap here. Amen. Lord, open your mouth. The, the, the tap is inside you. Amen. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon you. Is inside already. Hallelujah. He is inside in his fullness. Hallelujah. It's for you to open up. It's now about the banks breaking, the rivers opening. The Bible says, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Rivers shall flow. Amen. It's now upon you to open. If you want to sit down like the teachers of the law, you know me, I have a doctorate, eh? uh, or I have, a, you know, I have a teaching degree, fine, sit down. The power will be there, but you will not enjoy it. But look at these guys. The Bible says in verse 18, Behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. There was someone who had a need. I don't know how many are needy today or need something, need him, need this power. Need, need him to do something for them. This man, the Bible says there was a man taken with palsy and they sought means to bring him in, to lay him before him. Are you seeing? To bring him before his presence. Because where he is, anything can happen. The Bible says, And when they could not find by what way they might bring him in because of the multitude, the Bible says they went up the housetop and let him down through the tilling which his couch, uh, uh, with his couch into the midst of uh, before Jesus. And when he saw their faith, and he said unto him, Man, thy sins are forgiven. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> ha. This man was with palsy 
palsy. Palsy. Talk about any kind, any other kind of palsy that will be present in someone's life. Talk about poverty. Amen. Amen. No, people don't talk a lot about sicknesses nowadays. Talk about poverty. Because <laughs> poverty is what, you know, kuomoshua. <laughs> Someone who needs kuomoshua. You know? Someone who didn't have enough clothes. Who doesn't have enough clothes you know, in their lives. Or a place to stay. Nowadays, you know, they are shunned away. Because in Kitambo, that's what used to happen. They would shun away such people, people who are not in your class. You know? Talk about tribalism. People are not in you, who are not in your tribe, you know, being shunned away. But look at what these guys did. The Bible says they brought him, this ugly, useless person. He was brought where? Before Jesus. And that is my work today. To bring someone who realizes that they are actually needy of Jesus Christ. To bring you to Jesus. Amen. I'm this one of these four men. <laughs> Bringing this man to Jesus. And that's the work of a pastor. To bring men and women to Jesus. Whatever kind of person they are. However unclean they look. Amen. To bring them who? To who? To Jesus. Amen. And I keep saying this. That you see, even if you have need... Don't see me, see Jesus. Someone gave me a story right here that one time when he had preached, uh, talked about the presence of God, they <laughs> said, <laughs> I'm, using, I'm using your testimony, allow me please. They said, Lord, let them, when I go to that office, let them not see, <laughs> let them not see me, let them see you. And surely, they saw Jesus. Amen. There was nothing special she had done. She just asked, Lord, let them see you. She didn't go on fasting and praying. <laughs> no, she just said, let them see you. She yielded and said, Lord, let them see you. Hallelujah. And that's what we want today. The Bible says they could not find by what way they might bring him because of the multitude. Today, don't allow anything to stand between you and the power. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't allow your neighbor to stand between you and the power. Today, I will not allow my sisters and my, my brother-in-laws to stand between me and the power. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't allow your family to stand between you and the power of his presence. Amen. <laughs> These people who are not scared about how they are going to go through this spell. And you know, you know if, you, if, you, if you have been in, in uh, you know, church settings where there is a church conference, like this one, the invited guest was Jesus. You'd see, you see there are, you know, nice seats, you know, prepared, arranged <laughs> for guests. And then everyone full in that house. These guys were trying to come in, but they could not come in. They tried. They were trying. They were trying. But let me tell you, they stopped at nothing. <laughs> Hallelujah. They were not afraid of people. They were not afraid about what people will say. 
they were willing to do whatever it takes. Today, please be willing to open that mouth and praise him. Amen. Be willing to lift up your hands and worship him. Amen. It's an act of your will. It's your choice. Amen. Amen. Be willing to be there, ready, available for him. Hallelujah. They didn't care about their social standing. Hallelujah. Forget dignitaries. In this church, Jesus is the dignitary. Jesus is the king of kings. Jesus is the Lord of lords. Amen. Even if a politician comes in, they will sit back there and also lift up their hands and open their mouths and worship him. Amen. Hallelujah. You watch. 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 They will come and you will see what will happen. There's no place for special guests. There's only one special guest. His name is? Is Jesus. Amen. Actually, let me tell you something. You all are special in the eyes of God. And when they come in, when a politician or someone special comes in, they are coming in to where? Where special people are. Do you know who these special people are? The sons of God. The sons of the king. The kings who are under the king of kings. Hallelujah. The Bible says they went up upon the housetop. <laughs> this is outrageous. They went upon the housetop. Probably this is Peter's house. I'm wondering what the wife of Peter was thinking at that time. They went up the housetop and let him down through the tilling with his coach into the midst before Jesus. If that is where you are, you know, that's, if that's Jesus is your focus, don't allow anyone or anything to stand on your way. Amen. Open your mouth and sing it out. Open your mouth and shout it out. Tell people in your office that you are born again, that you are a child of God. Amen. That you are a child of the king. Amen. Don't be scared. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Revival is coming to this country. And you're not going to stand in the way. Amen. And I usually can continue to say, even if I'm going to stand there myself, we must see it. Amen. All Jesus wants is me in his presence. You in his presence. All that he wants. Amen. Not my fasting, my, my vigils, or my church attendance. Attend church, attend, attend, attend it. But that's not enough. Amen. You have to go an extra mile. The Bible says Jesus saw their faith. Are you seeing what he saw? He saw their, he didn't see their climbing up. No. Zacchaeus was a very short man. <laughs> he was short. He had a limitation. Short. But look at what he did. He climbed up the tree. He overcame his limitation. <laughs> climbed up so that he, he can see Jesus. Amen. He was a wanted man. He did, was not liked. <laughs> but he climbed up. And when Jesus saw that, he said, Jesus stooped, stood, the Bible says. And he told him, Mr. Man, come down. Today I'm coming to eat in your house. Those are the people you see him paying attention to. The Bible says he saw their faith. He didn't see their religion. He saw their faith. He didn't see their, his church attendance. He saw his faith. 
Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> do you know Jesus can see what you do not show? He can see it. He can see it. He can see it. Amen. Show your faith. Act on your faith. Act on the word. Amen. If you are on generosity, give. Give. Jesus is seeing it. Give and continue. Move on. Amen. Amen. <laughs> The Bible says, he said to him, man, thy sins are forgiven. Hallelujah. Amen. Your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. Was this man coming to be forgiven sins? No. This man had palsy. But look at what Jesus is saying. <laughs> you see, Jesus sees beyond what you think you, the problems you have. He sees beyond. Amen. He saw his life. He saw his need. He saw his true need. You know, we need to be around Jesus because he knows our true need. You might think you have money problems. Amen. You might think you have money problems. Kumbe, you are just having heart problems. Amen. Hallelujah. You might think in a relationship, you might think, what I have the spirit of rejection. <laughs> I usually hear that thing and I laugh a lot. Therefore, say, you know, the spirit of rejection is upon you. No, the spirit of the Lord, the sovereign Lord is upon me. <laughs> you might think you, have, you are rejected. No, maybe it's just a heart problem. It's just a heart problem that only can be corrected at the presence of Jesus. You have prayed all night. <laughs> it is not going Jesus at his presence. Hallelujah. You see, when you come, you see, they brought him before Jesus. They brought him before Jesus. Before him, the person Jesus. Jesus saw beyond his crooked body. He saw his life. Amen. You know, some will see, even preachers will see your money and your pocket, <laughs> and your level of education. And say, ah, we will say level of education is here. <laughs> Look at what he said. He said, your sins are forgiven. Your sins are forgiven. This guy, did, did he repent? No. <laughs> but look at what Jesus says. Your sins are forgiven. He was crooked, but forgiven. He became forgiven. He was still crooked. He still had pulse. Do you know? Look at, look at verse, verse 21. Let, let's, let me not <laughs> go ahead of myself. The Bible says, And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason. <laughs> they had a problem. They had a problem. Jesus had done the worst that could ever be done. You know, there are people who say that Jesus never claimed to be God. Today, I want to show you that he actually mentioned or he claimed to be God. Look at this. The Bible says, and the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, who is this? Who is this which speaketh blasphemies? He speaketh blasphemies. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Are you seeing? Jesus has said, your sins are forgiven. Jews only believe that only God can forgive sins. That's why you're seeing them saying this. 
who is this? Who is this who is putting himself equal with God? Who is this who is elevating himself to God's level? Hmm? He's asking, the, the Pharisees are asking that question. Who is this? Look at verse 22. He says, but when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered, saying unto them, why are you reasoning in your hearts? Then he asked them a question. Which one is easier? Is it to say thy sins are forgiven? Or is it to say rise up and walk? Let me ask you that question today. <laughs> Which one is easier? To say your sins are forgiven or to say rise up and walk? To say? Which one is, which one is easier? You as a man. Just think about it. You as a man. Rise up and walk is easier. <laughs> eh? Which one is easier? Your sins are forgiven. Let me tell you something. If I say your sins are forgiven, who will know whether they are actually forgiven or not? Are you seeing? So it is easier to say that. But if I say your sins are forgiven and there is no power <laughs> to cause you to rise and walk, you will know that I'm a liar. I'm a liar. See, that's the truth. But you see, to the Jews, to us, that is the way it is. To the Jews, saying your sins are forgiven was not you should, you, you, you should You should not. You should, <laughs> you should not say that. You should not. You should not say that. Because it was not acceptable. So both of them were difficult. Amen. And you see, later on when Jesus says, rise up and walk, the miracle was validating what he said. Amen. The miracle was saying that what Jesus had said, your sins are forgiven, is true. Because he has the power to say, rise up and walk. So they claim, you see Jesus saying, your sins are forgiven. That was a claim that he was God. He was claiming to be God. Amen. That he is actually God. We are talking about the power of God. Where Jesus is, God is, the power is. The power of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, glory to God. Look at what he said in verse 24. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power. <laughs> Are you seeing the power of his presence? He has power to forgive sins. He said. He personally said it. He didn't pray so that God does it. He said, I say unto thee, hallelujah, arise, take thy coach and go into thine house. That's personal authority. Amen. Amen. When the Bible, you see the Bible saying, son of man. <laughs> He's talking about his humanity. Amen. But now he was introducing them to his divinity. That he is God. He's saying, take up your bed. I say. He said, I say. I say. I, Jesus, am God. I say unto thee, rise up. Hallelujah. <laughs> and immediately he rose. Before, he rose before them. He, 
No, 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 no. This was not process healing. No. Amen. Do you know this power has, it has the ability to deliver immediately? The Bible says, and immediately. <laughs> Hallelujah. There are some things that have been had for you today immediately. Immediately. Amen. You are rising from them. You are rising from the ashes. You are rising from that trouble. You are rising from that fear. Amen. Immediately. Amen. This is that day immediately. Amen. <laughs> it is happening. It is, you will see. You will see. You will see. You will see it. And immediately he rose up before them and he took up before them. And let me tell you, your miracle shall happen before them. It shall be visible. <laughs> A visible miracle. They shall see. Amen. The Pharisees and the scribes. You know, why are you shouting while you are worshipping? Why don't you just be orderly? Huh? Or why, don't, why don't you just be orderly like the rest of us? Hmm? Dress nicely. Smell nicely. Why? No. Break the roof. Break that religion. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come before him. Hallelujah. Whatever it takes. Okay, don't kill anyone. Yeah. <laughs> or do any, don't do anything bad. No. Amen. I'm saying in the will of God, whatever it takes. Hallelujah. Move away from that religion. Who said that when you enter, when you enter God's presence, you have to enter like this? Who said when you pray, you have to hold your hands like this? Why is that written in the scripture? In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then you close your eyes and you check out whether people are. Hmm? Who said when you want to worship God, you have to, you know, check your hands, you know, to check whether others have lifted up their hands and then you see whether you. Amen. They brought him before Jesus, not before men. <laughs> and when Jesus does that miracle for you, it shall, they shall see it. The Bible says, before them, and he took, <laughs> he took up that thing where he lay and departed to his own house. And he departed glorifying God. Look at what it says. And they were all amazed. They glorified God. They were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things. Amen. Jesus ignored those Pharisees. He ignored how superior they were. And he did the unthinkable. Hallelujah. Before them. Amen. Sometimes I usually uh, 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 hear or say, oh, you know, even when you know there is a, you have a, a conflicting argument <laughs> in the scripture, you have to know how to, no, me, I'll speak it as it is. Jesus did it as it is, spoke it as it is. He spoke who he is in the midst of the Pharisees. And in this town, in this Nairobi, and in this country, Kenya, and in this Africa, hallelujah. You see me, when I'm speaking, I'm speaking, I'm speaking to the continent and to the nation and worldwide. Amen. This message is going worldwide. And I'm declaring this, that we shall continue to declare that Jesus is the King of kings and is the Lord of lords. With no fear, zero Zero fear. Zero. Zero fear. He is the king of kings. He is the lord of lords. There is power available in his presence. Even power to forgive sins. Power to do what only God can do. 
is available. Where? In his presence. Amen. So today we are saying, be a man and a woman of his presence. Be a man and a woman of praise. Praise does not only happen when Ray is standing here. You know, I've realized in the videos I've quoted your name a lot. Eh? Eh? Praise, <laughs> praise does not only happen when we are lifting our hands. And No, 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 no. Hallelujah. Praise happens every hour, every minute, every moment. In your office, Buana lawyer, just say praise the Lord. When that client comes in, say praise the Lord. Someone has given me a testimony today that one of his clients, a lawyer, at he, at he, his clients told him, you know what, Where, which church do you go to? Where do you go to church? Hallelujah. Amen. I smell kitu. Me where I work, they know. They usually even watch. <laughs> I think they'll also watch this one. <laughs> they know. They know this one. This one is different. He's a child of God. Let them know it. Break the religious rules. Amen. Be crazy for Jesus. Be a fanatic for Jesus. Don't lose your mind, no. The Bible says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and a sound mind. Power and a sound. Please, please, don't say I'm preaching people into losing their minds. No. <laughs> Have a sound mind in Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Display the sound. You know, you know when you are afraid, you don't have, have a sound mind. Have you seen the way people who are afraid behave? That is, not, <laughs> that is not a sound mind. No. When you are born again and you are afraid of telling the rest that you are born again, <laughs> that is not a sound mind. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I feel power upon power. <laughs> Glory to God. So we'll take five minutes to lift up our voices and, and worship him. And let me tell you, as you worship him, power is available. Jesus will do something. You just enter his presence. Be there at his feet before him. Power is available. It's available. He's the one initiated. Who initiated? He's, he said, man, your sins are forgiven. I know why you've come here. He didn't even say, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Look at me, oh, Lord. Answer my prayer. <laughs> Did he say that? No. No. Amen. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Amen. Hallelujah. Just be there. Break banks. Get there to his presence.